0: Thankful for the way these stories
1: hold on to the lifetime we. Welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore. I hope you had a uh, great Fourth of July, although by the time this is released... 4th of July would have been like two weeks ago, but we're, we're literally recording this episode not too long after the 4th uh, of July weekend. So regardless, I hope you're doing well. And uh, today's guest, I'm uh, really excited to meet. He's a, a, He's been a listener of uh, the podcast since we started a couple months ago, and he reached out to me on uh, my Facebook page, which you can always reach me there too. Uh, it's uh, If you just type in Jake Lamore, you'll find it. Um, and uh, he has some. Uh, he has a story about uh, some of his relatives, which you actually may have heard about. Um, and uh, we're going to get into that. He'll. I don't. I don't want to take away his glory of uh, you know of his um, of his family members. So let's uh, let's welcome Ryan Hall to the podcast.
0: Hi, Jake. Thanks so much <laughs> for having me. Of
1: course, man. I'm. I'm really glad. Uh, really glad you're here. I'm. I'm really grateful. For your support and, uh, you know, listening to, to Kankakee podcast, you had some very kind things to say, so.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You bet. Thank you.
1: I really appreciate that. So you are a, what would it be? A a grand, a, a, grand, um, these are my great, great
0: aunts. So I'm her great, great nephew. Okay. Great, great. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, we're
1: going, we're going far back. So, um, I'll just go ahead and say it, uh, Lula Yes. And Mabel Martin. Yes. Better known as the Globetrotting Martin Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no idea that these two existed until, yeah. <laughs> until you messaged me. And I'm like, it's like, yeah, they're known as the, the globe-trotting Martin sisters. I'm like, I've, I've never heard of these people. And I'm like, this is exciting. This is, you know, this is what I live for is to learn about, you know, new people in yeah. places, whether it, it happened, you know, 70 years ago or right, right. whether it happened two years ago. But um, so this is this is pretty exciting. So. Um, where are you originally you're you're born and raised in Kenokee. Yes, County, I was right? born
0: and raised in Kenokee. Um grew up in the Key area. Um originally from Limestone. So I attended the Hersher School District. I attended both Limestone and Hersher High School. Graduated Hersher in 2015 and then um, later on uh went into college at Western Illinois University. Uh attended uh for 4 years there. Had a great 4 years. Uh got my degree in broadcasting. Yeah, I was so gonna I'm going to say this is right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, uh-huh. So <laughs> <laughs> So um yeah, I got my my degree in broadcasting i i did both um radio and television um, which is there. which is your favorite you like, are you a tv more of a tv guy or uh a... i i don't know if it's a favorite i, I really like both areas mm-hmm. i think you know since you worked in both areas you kind of know what to expect yeah um i started off working in television i worked behind the camera a lot i really love that um you know, if I if I had to choose one, I would say something to do with f- film production or TV. Yeah. Because I I like to be a visual storyteller. I like to tell people stories. I did that a lot in college and that was kind of like my passion for and that's so, I'm kind of searching for that and that's something I'm kind of doing right now and it's like slowly working my way up there. Um but that yeah, that's something that, you know, I'm trying to get into right now and I've been kind of doing that for uh well, i would say about a year and a half since the pandemic started. Okay, I've been kind of doing that. So. Nice,
1: man. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, I can't, I can't wait to see what uh, what you got going on. Absolutely, up, yeah. Up in the up, up in that noggin of yours. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that, that's the thing. We love visuals, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. Whereas yeah. if you're you're listening to a podcast or you're listening to radio, you have to make things up in your mind. <laughs> you have to, yeah. So, Use your which, imagination. Which, yeah. what We always call it the theater of the mind. Exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. you heard that numerous times. Yeah. <laughs> and, You know, but uh, where, so do you work in broadcasting now?
0: Kind kind of. uh, Well, I mostly work in video production. Okay. So I I work in freelance. I'm doing freelance right now. Yeah. So I've been kind of all over the place lately and it's, it's been slow, but it's been, it's been working well with, uh, with the experience I'm getting. So. Okay. Good for you,
1: man. Good for you. Thank you.
0: So the, the.
1: The Martin sisters. Yes. What what side of the family is that on? From? So because your last name is Hall.
0: Obviously. Yes, that's correct. So this will be on my mom's side of the family, and this will be on my mom's dad's side of the family. So um there's there's actually three sisters. So there's Mabel and Lula Martin. And then the third sister is her name was Vivian Martin, which later known as Vivian Boyd. That's my great grandma. Okay. And her, she married to her husband, John Boyd. They had two sons. Um they were Fraternal twins, Robert Boyd and William Boyd. Robert Boyd would be my grandpa, and William Boyd uh, would be my great uncle. And um, Robert, of course, that's my mom's dad. So these will be their aunts. And then my mom, that'll be her great aunt. And then this will be my great, great aunt. Okay. (laughs) Wow. That's so cool though. Yeah. I mean. A little bit of family dynamics there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: So where, where should we start with the, the globe trotting Martin sisters? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they were born and raised here.
0: Yeah. So they're, they're from Kankakee. They both attended Kankakee high school in like the 1920s. So it was like way back then. And I remember Mabel, she would tell us, uh, she, She would visit her and her husband, Schubert Dinkers. They would visit my grandma's every summer, and um, they would come over to our house. Pretty much, al- almost all the time, and they would tell us their travel stories and what they went through. And I remember her telling about her teaching career and and how she wanted to become a traveler. And it was in high school when she wanted to do that. And um and this took place in 1920s. And she wanted to do that like right after high school, but she decided that she wanted to do college, so that was put on hold. So she went to the University of Illinois, Champaign, and she graduated there in 1931. And um. She that was and from there on she kinda started traveling in the 1930s. And that was her first trip was Hawaii in 1939. Um and there's like a there's like a picture of them, I I believe somewhere. And you can look at the Kinkey County Museum Archives um in the nineteen thirties. Um, so, but did like both, did they both go on
1: that first trip together yeah. or was it just Mabel or Lula?
0: It was Mabel and Lula. Okay. And they had other friends. They had other friends too that would travel along with them. It wasn't just those two ones. Um, but so they had other friends that would travel. They had a couple other friends, um, none of which I'm familiar with, but that's what I remember her, they telling me. So, mm-hmm. but, um, the late 1930s, that was kind of like their, um, travel adventures began when they traveled around the world so
1: and even at that time like traveling was obviously it it was a lot more convenient but it was still kind of scary right Right. (laughs) you know Uh a little bit like if if uh you know you told your your mom or your dad or whatever yeah i'm gonna go uh to hawaii you know. Yeah. And cuz obviously you you can't uh, just pick up a cell phone anywhere <laughs> anywhere you're right, <laughs> you know. So it's it's still kind of and and planes were, you know, uh still kind of newer to the public. Yeah.
0: So, they would tra- that was the other thing. They they yeah, they the different style that they traveled in that was also kind of unique too. They traveled by like jet plane, a dugout canoe, an ox cart. So they did all kinds of an ox transport. cart. Uh huh. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Where was the ox cart? Oh, I don't recall necessarily. I wish I remember, but um yeah. I remember. I, she. I remember her telling me she used an ox cart. Um, Gosh, but I can't imagine traveling one of those things though.
1: Yeah, I wonder if that would have been like somewhere in Europe or the Middle East. Or actually, it could have been any, I, anywhere. Have been really, anywhere. I wouldn't be surprised
0: if it was the Middle East or Europe. Yeah, that they. Or it could have even been South America for for that matter. All that we know. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. So, okay, so their first trip was Hawaii, and that was the late 30s.
0: That was like 1939, and it was kind of interesting because um, Mabel wanted to be in the military, and that was two years shy of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And um, so uh, the dean of the... U of I women the dean of women's at U of I was trying to convince her to go into teaching still which she did but she wanted to really wanted to be in the military and what did she
1: want did you know what she wanted to do in the
0: military so exactly? yes because um,
1: things were you know kind of limited for women at that time right obviously. so
0: yeah so it was her surprise that suggestion was appointed was made by the U of I uh, dean of women's and she got a letter. Um, in the mail um, letting her know that she had been tapped to become assigned to the newly formed it was called sparse at the time which was a fledgling women's unit and so she she was in that and then um Later on, she got promoted to personal uh, procurement officer in the 9th Naval District, which was in St. Louis, and she served that position until the war ended, and her service ended in 1946.
1: Oh, so she actually did go?
0: Yes. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So she must have been able to do quite a bit of traveling during her
0: yeah. Time she did. In, she did enlisted? quite a bit. Of, yeah, she did quite a bit of that yeah Uh uh-huh so So.
1: what exactly was she doing in the you said sparse was the name of
0: sparse i i don't know what she actually did there um that's uh i wish (laughs) again i wish i knew that but um um but she was in that area so
1: and this was lula
0: this was mabel this was mabel yeah my apologies that's okay she the older one of the two i i think so yeah um I think she was the oldest. She was the older one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So she I I wonder what Lula was do, doing during this time. Was she traveling alone or was she still just going to college? Um or in school, I imagine. I think
0: yeah, I think uh was she, I'm pretty sure she was in school at the time mm-hmm. uh, from from what I recall. Um she also did teaching too. She did some teaching. Um, she taught like math. She taught geometry at Kankakee High School. She did that. So,
1: And this, that would have been, I, I'm i pretty sure that would have been before there were two high schools. Because that didn't come until later on. Yeah, late I know. That on. was the
0: other thing. Yeah, I think she taught at Westview. Okay. If I remember correctly.
1: Yeah. So are there any stories that you know of when Mabel was in the service that are of interest? or? You didn't hear much about. I didn't hear much, much about, about her
0: service. She didn't really. She didn't talk about too much of it either. Um, mm. She told me a lot about her teaching career stuff, um, and that's what I kind of have with yeah. me. So
1: okay. So so she gets out of the service in forty six. Yes. And then is that when things really took off for the Martin <laughs> that sisters? Was, yeah.
0: That was. Yeah. That was. Um, that was when they travel they were still traveling quite a bit so that was even when, during, in the middle of it, yeah
1: even during the 40s the when 40s. she was in the, the service uh-huh. yeah. Did. okay and
0: she was still she they were doing a lot cuz they were they went into teaching and then the summer they would do the travel okay. travel logs and everything okay. um she first Mabel first taught at Chabance high school and um that was like i think that was like before um when she went into coast guard. And, um, later on, um, she went to Piatone high school until, um, she, uh, left there in 1958 and she went on to teaching AP English at Bradley Bourbon community high school from the fall of 1958 to 1970. And she was like the Dean of the English department. Um, at uh at bbchs okay
1: so that's a pretty big deal yeah yeah so what do you know what their their next trip was Um, after like hawaii or after even like after she got out of the service what were some of the
0: i don't necessarily recall the order of like the actual um Mm -hmm. trip they just went to like a lot of different places yeah um that was kind of like uh their whole uh safari journey if you will yeah <laughs> um but yeah that was when they kind of went to all these different places and what around were, the world
1: yeah. what were the ones that either like mabel told you about or, or maybe your mom or relative stories from uh, all these travels because they racked up over what a million miles <laughs> easily. Oh yeah, because they went to. I, I think I was reading from the Daily Journal. It was like forty-five different countries yeah. from th-
0: yeah, seventy-five different countries, or seventy-five yeah. different countries, seventy-five different countries over a million miles. They travel. Gosh, that's crazy. So, what were the stories that you were told? Um, a lot of a lot of I remember their dances, which you can see in the photos. They they did all kinds of these. Uh, dances and everything that they did Um, one of the most well-known ones it's this is in the kinky history book as well from 1911 to 1953 there's a photo of them and their eskimo costumes in alaska this was from 1946 (laughs) oh my god and they're doing they're doing a pose um of they're doing a dance pose it's called the blueberry dance the blueberry dance the blueberry dance uh-huh huh Huh. interesting I'm
1: to I almost want to Google blueberry dance and see what. Comes I was up. trying
0: to look. I was trying to look something up like that to. Uh, I remember her doing the dance one time. but uh, like, <laughs> can't remember how the dance. Of course, goes. I
1: type in blueberry dance and I get blueberry fago by Lil Mosey. I should have <laughs> figured that was gonna come up. Oh man. Yeah, or I maybe I could have put in Eskimo dance. Maybe that would have. <laughs>
0: ask <laughs> um alaska eskimo dance yeah blueberry dance something, something like,
1: that. like that but anyway um so and then well, so they they were really into learning the specific uh, culture wherever they were at learning the dances because mm-hmm. i know obviously i i saw the picture of them with the um the native Indian or the native American in, I think it was Mexico or somewhere near Mexico or no, this was in Colorado, uh, the garden of the gods in Colorado. is oh, where yeah. This photo yeah. comes from. Um, and uh, so what were some other interesting dances that you were there, told about? There
0: was, um, I have a, couple of pictures here so I remember. Um so the Eskimo dance. Um this is uh there's a, there's a native dance that they used um as well. Um let's see I'm trying to think uh what other dances are um whatever their ones they use. Um oh the uh, the high uh Hilo or hula dance that she did was that was the hula the she learned it from the legendary Hilo Hato Hattie, um, and she—I remember her doing the hula dance too. Uh, when she—that was her—that was her Hawaii trip in 1939 that okay. she did. So that was one of the ones I remember. Uh huh. Uh huh. I just remember the blueberry dance, the um, Hilo Hilo Hilo, excuse me, Hilo Hattie hula dance, and those were the two ones I remember her doing. Um, and whatnot, so, and it was
1: interesting. <laughs> well, what what I found interesting from uh, just the the little bit that I learned from the Daily Journal article yeah. is, if if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, but from what I read, they actually kind of turned this not necessarily into a business, but like a a hobby, where they would actually take people
0: on. Yeah, these trips with them. Correct. She took she took some high school students with her on her trips. If I re, if I recall correctly, she she I remember her saying she mentioned um, she'd taken a few high of her high school students back then, and they would go on these trips with her to kind of see the world from themselves. And later on, yeah, and that that's kind of where like the their globe
1: trotting Martin yes. sisters name that's where kinda kind of came went off came in. in. Because they would set up all these elaborate trips, right? They would do a ton of research. And, Mm -hmm. like, let's say they're going to Egypt or something. Right. And they would do a a ton of research on where to go, right? And then Mm -hmm. someone would tag along with them. Yeah. It just blows my mind that they were able to do all of this while being on a teacher's salary. (laughs) Uh huh. (laughs) I mean, I can't imagine what it was like back then. Like, Good grief! No, I mean, obviously the you know the um, the dollar was worth more. Oh, back, it was. Oh, back I know. then, but still, I mean, your your teachers, e- even teachers today. Mm-hmm. I mean, the they're still not making what they should be making. So that
0: was like that was like Mabel's, especially for Aunt Mabel. That was like her passion, and Lula felt the same way too. It's like they always wanted to like. She always told me. Mabel always told me that there was so much to the world. There was so much more to the world to see, to explore it than just being in a in a classroom setting. Mm-hmm. And um and she got to do that, and mm-hmm. I I thought that was really cool. And and of course I can't imagine with like time time management. I I think about that now and um and how she organized it. But she she was able to make it work and everything. Um and I think that's what people appreciate. With with all of these uh, experiences that they've been on, and the stuff that they got to do, and it's just really it's just really cool to how that all ties in together. So yeah, absolutely. I I wonder where did they they
1: pick up on this <clears throat> this travel uh, mm-hmm. bug or habit? Do you know, or did it was it just like something they were born with, or was, was there someone I, else? In it was your just family? something.
0: It was just something they were born with, I guess, because. Um, it, like, like I said, they it, 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 their inspiration came from a high school classroom, and I guess, and and Mabel started off with that, and then she shared it with Lula. And then, um, they kind of had shared the same feeling with that. And um that's where it kind of took off from there, you know, just you know, just being in a classroom environment. And she loved Mabel loved learning lots of different things. Um, and so it was just kind of how that happened how that took place in, in the classroom setting. So
1: Yeah. what? So you brought some stuff with you. Yes. And I'm very intri- intrigued by I'm, it. I'm very excited. I'll show you. I could show you this last one. I'm very excited for this Are one, those so. photos or slides or what? Um, what's in that case? I'm going to be as descriptive as I possibly can. Is so, it okay if I save it to the end? You can.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'll, sh- I'll, no. let, I'll let you know what this okay. is. I'm, I'm excited. I found this in the attic. Well, I... This was in our attic for quite some time, but I just realized what this was this morning. Okay. So I got it from down from the attic. <laughs> okay. And I'll be sure to take, I'm going to take pictures of all these things okay. and, and, you, and I'll
1: post them yeah, on absolutely. Our, our website um, so that everyone can can view them. But, okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love to see what you got this, here.
0: Yeah. So I brought a couple photos here. Um Fortunately, these these don't have labels. I thought Mabel labeled them, and I asked my oh, mom too. And um, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, I know she usually does, um, but I think uh, I think this was like a, a, another copy that we got from somebody else. Okay. Um, so this was a photo of them and uh, their. Co- this is one of the many costumes they were wear. Okay. They wear all sorts of these costumes, and uh, Mabel at her age. Um, uh, when she came down to my grandma's house, she would like still wear these costumes. They almost look like twins. They uh, almost. I know. I that's mean, that's the crazy part. I thought they were twins too, and my mom says to me, she says, "Oh, they're not twins." And I'm like, "What?" I mean, the, the age me?
1: difference must just be very. Slight. I
0: know. I know. A lot of people think they're identical twins, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, they're not. Okay. So yeah, the the picture I'm looking at it, it
1: looks like it, it's obviously some type of. I, I can't tell if it's a, like a, a Mexican native. That's American what I'm thinking. Look. It might
0: be from Mexico. Or that's South what it America, looks like. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I first at first I thought it was Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be um like another like uh, country from South Africa or South America. Yeah. Um but they have all sorts of yeah, um or so these costumes and that's yeah. so cool. Um, this, and then this one, I believe this was in Hawaii. This is, this is a picture of Lula. That's Lula. Um, I think that's in 1939. Wow. And her Hawaii trip. So, mm-hmm. and we have, more, we have other ones too in our attic, um, as well for keepsakes. Uh, huh. and it looks like there's on
1: the back of this photo that you're saying is from Hawaii. It looks like there's something Mexico stamped on the back. Oh, it is. I don't know if you noticed that. See where it says Oh, Mexico? I see that.
0: Yeah, it's very faded. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is from Mexico or something. It could hmm. be. It could be, yeah. It just looked like it was from Hawaii. Because of like all the flowers. And, uh, someplace exotic. Yeah.
1: Or In war- and, and a warmer climate. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you would think because of like where, like the trees are, you know. Yeah. Like, the like, trees and the, Hawaii. the, the yeah. beautiful flowers
1: yeah. she's got. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Or maybe this pro- probably were... Um, you know they they made these pictures. I was gonna say it, they
1: it could have been printed when they were when in they Mexico was printed. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, yeah, so that could know, be yeah. So yeah. those so, are really yeah, those were a pictures.
0: couple of pictures, and then um, I can do this now. <clears throat> This is a clown laundry basket. A clown laundry basket. I got this I was I got, wondering what in the world that was. <laughs> that, I got this for my first birthday. This is a clown laundry basket. <laughs> this is from Trinidad. Trinidad. Yeah. Wow. And then um to use this, there's a little zipper back here. Uh-huh. And You would unzip this and that's where you would put all the clothes. <laughs> and then it would kind of like so, b- so that was make supposed to be up. so that was supposed to be where you put dirty clothes. Yeah. Or this would be like my baby clothes, obviously, like right. infant Cause, clothes. Because yeah. you said
1: you were one?
0: I was a year old. When oh she my gosh, yeah. that's hilarious. We, we, we kept this thing, and uh, this has got a little hanger thing. So this is just, it's, it's so funny the way it looks when it hangs.
1: Yeah, I bet uh yeah, yeah. when people see a picture of this clown, they're gonna be like, That is creepy.
0: I know. <laughs> did it ever scare? Did, yeah. it,
1: did it scare you as I a kid? kid you
0: not. A lot of these dolls, um, which I'll show you here in a minute, a lot of these dolls were like very, very disturbing looking. <laughs> I brought like some of the nicer ones here with me, even though people might think they might be a little bit disturbing. This is the uh-huh. nicest ones I can find. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the dolls aren't for, just from
1: glancing at them, I think the the clown is the one that the clown. Does yeah. the clown have a name, or is it just? I
0: never named the clown. Um, so I that, was going to name it Bozo one year, yeah. Um, and I never, yeah. I never, it never stuck with me. I don't know what it could be named of.
1: Um, I, I might not be, but it's interesting that they got that from Trinidad, and yes, that must yeah. have been. A, I I just wonder if that's how they took care of their clothes in.
0: I think well, I or, think, wh- was it, or was it made for something else? I think I think for with families that have kids, that's how um, that's how they did laundry okay. stuff like this because there were laund- there were like actual laundry baskets they used, but like families with children, they would use stuff like this. Yeah, and then they had other they had other like um, other things too, other than just clowns. Uh, now,
1: do you know how old that is?
0: Oh because cuz um, they
1: stopped doing their traveling in the yeah, 80s, right? Yeah, this
0: had right? this had to be, yeah, it was 1980 something, I think, or 19 late late 70s early 80s, I think. Um this had to be from like possibly the the 50s or 60s. Wow. Um I'm assuming. Um, yeah, that sounds about right cuz
1: that's when I feel like that's when clowns were the most popular.
0: Mhm. They were. Yeah. Um, There was another birthday gift. I don't have it with me today. It was, she also got this on my um, first birthday too. It was a wooden bear that had, that was lifting a dumbbell Uh and it was from Russia. She got it uh, in 72 and um, you, the bear leans forward kind of like this and there's a little button that you push it and the, the bear goes back and there's a white string that you pull it. And when you pull the white string, the bear lifts the dumbbell (laughs) I thought it was like the coolest thing. Yeah. (laughs) She got that in Russia. That was another uh, gift I remember. So, um, that was like a, that was like a keepsake. And, um, yeah. Um, so we still, we still have that, I believe it might be taken apart together, but like we still have like the pieces together. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, and these were some of the dolls that my mom played with. These were, these were a gift to her. Um, this is from Japan. I remember uh, Okay, I was going to say that yeah cuz of the was costume. Gonna,
1: yeah, the she's wearing one of those like straw circular yep, those hats. Yeah, those straw circular
0: hats, yep. So this is from Japan. Um and these were from other uh countries too. I believe this was from oh um Africa, I think. I was going to say that one
1: looks like it could be African. Yeah. Awesome. I, what is that made out of?
0: Um some of it's straw. A lot. Most material is like straw material, and
1: pa- paper of some kind. Yeah,
0: pa- paper, straw.
1: Yeah, she looks because so this doll I'm looking at currently is the one that she's got. Uh, she's carrying a basket on her head.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: I feel like that was an African or a South American, South thing.
0: American culture One,
1: one of those. Uh-huh. Yeah, or maybe they both did it. Uh huh. But wow, this is all handmade. It's on a little. Oh yeah. Oh, here we go. Guatemala. Okay. It says it right on the bottom. There it goes. 1977. Yeah.
0: I know she written these somewhere. Okay. You
1: know? That makes sense. That's that's really neat. And it looks like, is this a, this must be a water jug on her shoulder?
0: That's what it looks like. Or is it, it a like. bird?
1: <laughs> it's either a bird or a, wa- well, no, I bet, or it could be, you know what? No, that's a child. <laughs> I think. Because she, so this doll has a wrap that goes oh, around yeah. Her. This she's got a wrap that goes around her chest, and uh-huh. it looks like it might be a, a baby that she's got strapped to her Could back. Be, yeah. It's either a baby,
0: a, a water, water jug, jug, or a bird <laughs> who knows what? <laughs> One of the two. I bet it I again, I, use your imagination. Uh, you we're can using see? our imagination, uh-huh. yeah.
1: And uh, like I said, if you want to look at these things, um. You can yep. you should be able to find them at mcankeypodcast dot yep. com.
0: Yep, this is from Mexico. This last one here, okay. uh, you can see Mexico. It's yeah, she's on, got right. a. Yeah, I was Mexican gonna say she's got dress. a big
1: sombrero, so uh, I would think that's from Mexico. Yeah.
0: That was the other thing too. They had like a lot of uh, different hats and stuff. I think one of them was from a uh, Mexican hat she had she mm-hmm. brought one time, and um, she had the Japan hat and that kind of thing. And um, but yeah, so very interesting, very interesting stuff. These are the three. Nicest dolls I could find that don't look so creepy. I don't think those look creepy. So now I'm like
1: wondering what the creepy ones actually
0: look like. I would say (laughs) instead of creepy, they're like, they're like meaner looking. Like they just look mean. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. That's (laughs) funny. That's too funny.
0: Uh huh. So what? Even even this looks mean. Oh, no.
1: The, the, that. That clown has a kind of a mischievous look, like it's a smile, but it's like a mischievous oh, yeah. looking smile.
0: <laughs> Mis- yeah, more mischievous me looking. <laughs> One of the two.
1: I know. Oh gosh, I'd love to, how would you like to wake up with that in the morning, you know? Uh, it's just yeah. hanging in your bedroom and just, you know.
0: I actually had this hung up in my bedroom. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I'm sure it was hanging up in your bedroom as a yeah. kid. We never, well, we put we put this in our closet now, but we never hung it up in the closet, so... <laughs> Imagine that <laughs> Yeah,
1: exactly And then, so this last thing that Okay,
0: I'm excited for this Okay, um, this is what Nobody knows that we Nobody knows is that we we have this. So okay. when they first started doing their um, presentation, they would do presentations of their travels. Okay, and they what they they was called travel logs or something like that. And um, they first did it on slideshows. That's what they of first course, did. It. They had yeah. slides. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then of course later on it was produced into um, motion pictures. So what they had was they had a camera. So this is the actual camera that they actually. Oh, used. cool.
1: Is so is do you know if that's an well we can look at it? Yeah. But if I it's because can... I actually have. Some some cameras of uh, of my own that are eight millimeter. I don't have any 16 millimeter yeah. But um, can, you need can, help with that?
0: Yeah <laughs> um, Oh, I got it. I got there it. There you go. It's a little tricky to open. This is the camera. Whoops This is the camera that they actually used That's for, their, so for cool. their travel vlogs. It looks um, like an eight millimeter Let me, can yeah, you mind? Oh, it's actually, find? yes. Yeah, uh, this is a um, Or is this a 16? M- it's a 16 millimeter. Okay um, yep. I see it. Yeah. Magazine cinema uh, cinema. It's cine a Kodak. Something. Kodak. It's yep. a Kodak camera. Okay. And this was colored. Wow. So they would um, use that camera to um, produce the, their, their videos. It's, <clears throat> excuse me. It's so amazing that you still have this. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure we were, in, I think we were given to that when either Lula passed away or Mabel passed away. Um, but that's something that we, we, kind of we don't tell anybody about this film yeah which yeah but that's something that um we figured now would be a good time to uh show it off and what i find interesting about
1: this 16 millimeter camera and you'll see if you look at the pictures on our website yeah. but um it the the outside casing of it is like a leather yes of some, it is. Uh, of some kind which i i don't know if the the cameras i have um, I don't have a 16 millimeter, but I've got I've got a couple eight millimeters, and mm-hmm. I've just never seen that. <laughs> it's usually yeah. it's usually I mean obviously it's metal, right? But like on top of the metal, there's this some type of leather skin mm-hmm. on it, which I have like. I said I've never seen that. That's that's really cool. Wow, mm-hmm. that's yeah, a, that's amazing that you still have this. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what year. This one is
0: oh goodness. Um,
1: I'm sure I could easily look that up.
0: Yeah, online. that's probably. I was gonna say. I was gonna say like 194. Excuse me, 1940s was when they got it. It's got um, some
1: age on it, so I would. It it has to be 40s or uh, yeah or 50s. It just says it's obviously made in Rochester, New York, which is right. where Kodak made most of their stuff. Right. Yeah. That's cool, So, man. yeah. That it was is.
0: interesting how it works, too, because um, there's like a little viewfinder that you use this. And then oh, yeah. Now they, I see they the use viewfinder. This, yeah, they use this little hole to look through the viewfinder. Yeah. And to film it, there's this little crank dial. Yes. And you would
1: crank it. That has to be 40s.
0: So I mean, that's why I'm thinking it's 1940-something. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, you can adjust like the camera. S- that was the other thing in the '40s was the camera speed. You can adjust the camera speed. Right, the, the,
1: there's the camera speed. There yeah. was there was no such thing as automatic focus. Right, yeah, you had to manually focus it yourself. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And but yeah, and that's the cool thing is that you didn't
0: need batteries for no, this. No, I thing. know that was like the nicer part of using cameras back in the days was you know no batteries needed now so. the the couple of eight millimeter
1: cameras I have yeah some of them are run with a crank like that one yes but then I do have one that's a a newer one okay that is run on that runs on batteries oh but, okay but let me tell you that thing those batteries
0: die like I know like they that. go they go down fast very, very yeah. quickly
1: and this eight millimeter it's probably from the 60s or 70s. I'm, I'm guessing yeah. is the the one that's battery operated. But uh, have
0: you used like different kinds of batteries for that for that camera? No, it, it it's double A's. Okay, it takes. I think it's.
1: I think it's four of them. It's okay. been a long time yeah. since I've I've shot anything. Okay. with it because
0: I was wondering if there's like different. I know different batteries last longer, so I was just kind of curious. To see yeah, if there's I like, don't think I yeah. don't think
1: I tried like any other okay. brands. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go. Yeah, go yeah. through that. But 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 you like right. having video production, uh, a video production background and broadcasting background. That's got to be so cool to have.
0: It's yeah. It's a thank you. Yeah, it's a neat piece of. Uh, Keep sacred. yeah. This is a treasure that we have in our house. Again, no, like nobody in our family or anybody so, else in town knows that we have. Well, this, do so, you, I, yeah. I'm, then, do yeah. you have the films? Then that we go do. With yes, it? when Mabel passed away, um, Schuber produced those into uh, DVDs. Okay, which we still have, and there's like hundreds of them. Like, and they were like well-known ones, like Kankakee to Cairo eDrip. That's like a well-known one that a lot of the older folks know about. Two their ones. Um, there's one on YouTube. Um, my uncle Bill posted it um a few years ago. It was their Africa trip in 1953. Oh wow. And it was when they were using this using camera Using that. Okay, using I'm going to have camera. to I'll have to find that video and make sure to include I could send it. you the link to that Okay, we, we still have that access to YouTube. Um, and I think it's it's not unlisted. So he made it to the public. Okay um, But yeah, because I remember I shared it on the Kankakee remember when page a few okay. years ago Okay, and um, the thing's got like 200 something views now on, okay. on, on YouTube um, Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, send me that link and I'll, I'll absolutely make sure to you bet.
1: Include them. include yeah. that with the episode yeah. description and everything
0: um, Yeah, oh one more thing about this. Ca- there's a picture in the archive. Mm-hmm. I think it's Maple using this camera in okay. the picture, you can actually see this. Okay. So I had to double check to make sure it was the same camera because, like, I was in the attic the other day and I noticed this camera. I didn't know. I couldn't remember what it was for. I remember um, somebody mentioned it to me, but I couldn't remember. And then I looked at that picture yeah. yesterday, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's the same camera that's in our attic." And sure enough, it was. Wow. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Man. Yeah. So.
1: Awesome. Well, <clears throat> um, so with. Lula and Martin Mabel, yeah, uh, Martin the the globe trotting mm-hmm. uh, Martin sisters. So how does how does it end? I know um, both of them are deceased now. Yes, um, but but how does how does the the story how does their life how does it end for them after you know when does the traveling stop
0: and and how do they live the rest of their days? Um, their last big trip happened in 1953. Um, because, uh, I'm, I can't remember where their last trip was, but that happened in 1953. Um, but she, uh, Mabel married, um, Schubert Dankers. So she became known as Miss, uh, Mabel Dankers. They married in 1954 and, uh, roughly about nine, 10 years later, she, they actually, they set sail because she wanted Schubert to see, um. The world, the right? world as well. So they <laughs> yeah. they went like on a boat trip, um, and that that was that was kind of like the last for them. And then like from there on, they did like lectures and presentations of their travel logs, um, in town and like they did like different presentations and and that so kind of thing. So they didn't do any more traveling through. Not not too no not oh, too many okay. yeah. They, a lot of it was their presentations and slideshows from that oh, point okay. on. Because
1: so. I thought I read in that journal article that they traveled through the 1980s but
0: later oh yeah they they kept traveling till till then but mm-hmm. i don't think it wasn't as often as they used well, to well they had yeah. kids right right yeah obviously yeah. that's that's how you eventually that's came along yeah uh-huh. yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. okay and so when did uh, when
0: did they they pass
1: away so
0: well, lula passed away in 1990 Two, I believe, nineteen ninety-one or nineteen ninety-two, and um, Mabel passed away in September two thousand seven. Okay. So, what else do you remember? So you,
1: you were you weren't born when Lula passed away. I wasn't born. Yeah, yeah. I was okay. born in ninety-six. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I was born in ninety, so I okay. would have been one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, when she passed away. Um. But, but what else? You know, what else do you remember about Mabel that you
0: I remember a lot about? of Aunt Mabel. Um like I said earlier, she stayed at my grandma's house. and um, I, when I was in high school, I worked I did some landscaping in high school and I worked for a lady um, who had my great-great aunt as an English teacher. And she says to me, Oh, your aunt was a hoot. Like, she, her class was good. And I, I believed her because uh, <laughs> my Aunt Mabel, um, she did some um, pretty uh, interesting things around my grandma's house. Sometimes it would drive my grandmother nuts. <laughs> yeah, like uh, what? Um, well, uh, a lot of the times she left the cabin doors open in the kitchen. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know why. A lot, um, the other thing, too. Um, Um, you would hear quite often, uh, well, cause you know, when they got to that age where they had hearing aids, of course. So like every five, 10 minutes you would hear something like, Schubert, Schubert, Schubert. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. then i there was one time it's gonna was, be us one day she yeah uh-huh she <laughs> was yelling for Schuber one time and i had a i yelled i was probably oh i don't know i was probably like six or seven i'm like he's in the family room and then she uh <laughs> she yeah and then uh it took them a while to get to one place my grandma had a small house too so it took them one it took them a while to get to one place to another and yeah um and everything and um yeah, and then uh, there was another time. Oh, she was really good at public speaking, and I know she wanted me to do like get into public speaking as well. So I remember her one time I was I don't know how old I was. I was probably like 5 or 6 or something, but she made me recite the pledge of allegiance in front of the whole family. Um, which I wasn't too thrilled about, but <laughs> <laughs> why she, Why didn't she do i don't that? know i don't know why she i she wanted she i guess i was at that age where she wanted me to remember recognize the american flag yeah which i understand that but yeah. i wasn't i wasn't in the mood to recite the pledge of allegiance for goodness sakes and from the family oh that yeah that brings back stories of, she, yeah, of how my family
1: uh-huh. wanted me to sing like christmas songs oh i know yeah the other oh gosh
0: yeah yeah, I don't I don't have the same voice I have now as I did back then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank goodness she didn't let me sing. That would be a whole different story there. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh oh yeah, when she was telling me about the Pledge of Allegiance, she was like, Okay, now I want you to put your hand over your heart. I want you to stand up nice and tall, and I want you to use proper diction and use this use this natural tone and and say it like you mean. That's what she would say to me. And uh I was still sick. Um kind of annoying. <laughs> so. I was I just realized yeah. what is um Lula
1: and her husband. What's their connection to the
0: yesteryear restaurant? I honestly don't I don't recall. They were they were yeah. travel agents? Oh yes, they, they they were both travel agents. Okay. Yeah. That was like their I guess you could say occupation. I was just this was
1: some, I was just reading I was just going back to this journal article and Okay. It was talking about uh in the nineteen eighties Lula Martin and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Dankers were travel agents at an agency associated with the popular Kankakee restaurant yesteryear. So
0: Yeah. I was that just one, curious. I, yeah, what, I did I didn't realize um about the yesteryear's uh yeah, restaurant. Yeah. Which,
1: if you're not familiar, the Yestery restaurant was actually the the B Harley Bradley House. Mm-hmm. So, um, which I've always been. We will we're going to be doing a, a separate episode just on the Bradley House one day. But okay, it's uh, it's fascinating to know that they had a connection with that place. It is, yeah,
0: That yeah. is interesting. So yeah.
1: many cool things. Um, anything else, Ryan? About.
0: Yeah, your, your uh, I know that you want to share. There's yeah, so you could find um, there's like um, there's like a, a a lot of quite a few pictures up in online for sure. Um, there's a photo of them at the Kankakee Historical Museum. There's a wall where it says Faces of Kankakee County, so they're on that wall. Um, so that's that's kind of cool. Um, but uh, we're still kind of on the hunt for those travel DVDs, <laughs> we moved in. Um, Excuse me, we moved into a a house about eight years ago. um and the travel dVDs there's some there's somewhere in our house, so we're kind of on the hunt for those you're you're still trying to we're trying to search for those so once once we find them, we're gonna try to um uh see how we can convert them to put them up online. yeah, again, um that would be great so to have that that would be awesome yeah i would i would uh love for that to happen so we're we're kind of on the hunt for that now, um, but there is one up online. Um, like I mentioned that my uncle posted it has no music to it. Um, but you could just see like all of the, the video. It's fifty three minutes long, I think. So and a lot a lot of those DVDs are like an hour long of, yeah. of their and, and
1: just for those that aren't super familiar with, you know, how uh yeah. eight millimeter cameras work and sixteen millimeter cameras work. Yeah. There's no audio. No. It's it's just there's, there's the no visual. audio. Yes. Yeah.
0: They they're on the DVDs there is music produced to it. Right. Um but that's something that wasn't on display on yeah. the YouTube thing. But the yeah.
1: actual camera itself does not have a microphone. Yeah, cuz it <laughs> doesn't have a microphone. Yeah. Yep. It was just video at the time. You would have had to I had uh, recording something, uh, recording the audio separately, and then would have had the had the machinery to put those two things together. So,
0: yeah. Um, The other thing too um, that this camera was used for as well, and it's something family related. related. Um, Vivian Boyd, um, or yeah, Vivian Boyd, which is of course their sister. um, They had a farm, which is known as the Martindale Farm in Kankakee, and that's where my grandpa and my great uncle grew up. And um, we have a, a videotape of the Martindale Farm, and I believe they used this camera um, to use it. It was first like black and ro- I, I have this up on YouTube as well. It was first black and white, black and white, and then it was a it was a um, video of them like growing up, and then like later on, it was produced in color. But I believe this was the same camera that was used on the Martindale Farm. Um, Where was that farm located? This it was on Grinnell Road. Um, in Kankakee. So um, if you're familiar with Mount Grove Cemetery, yes. it was like right across from that property okay. area. Wow. Yeah. So it's yeah, not too far. So like if you drive around the corner from like Hobby Avenue, yeah. um, like all those buildings are at now, like I know there's like a gymnastics place there and, and everything. Um, and then down a little further down that road, it's Grinnell Road. That was where the farm was located. So it was literally on the corner there? Yeah, it was like around the corner, around that property. There was like a house there. Um, there was like a, a farm that says Martindale Farm. We actually have like the actual um, heavy metal sign that was like the entrance to oh, the Martindale cool. Farm that we have. Yeah, so a lot of these things we have now because we're the only relatives left in town. Yeah, so, but <laughs> that's, that's so where, great. That you, I know. I, yeah, it's so great you have all those pieces. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's really it's that's really something that um, we we uh, try to. Uh, have still, and we we appreciate them and and I think my whole family we appreciate that too as well and um that's something you know we we like to we like to have and, and keep and remember so
1: yeah well ryan thank you for sharing your your history about your great great aunts that's
0: just so it's so cool to absolutely. say that oh absolutely thank you so much for having me and allowing yeah. me for to do this this that was this is absolutely fun i had a
1: great time yeah i did too i live for stuff like this so um just a reminder that i will make sure to have pictures of all the, yes. the things that Ryan brought so that you can see them. So if you want to see them, make sure you go find this particular episode at Kankakee Podcast.com and I'll make sure to have all the pictures up there. And uh, you can also follow us on social media as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Kankakee podcast. I did. I, I've been failing to mention this on the podcast, but I did start a Facebook group specifically geared towards the podcast, if you want to be able to uh, talk a little more to other listeners about different episodes, or, or maybe you have, you know, pictures yourself that you want to share, or maybe you remember the Martin sisters, maybe they taught you or something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but anyway, there is, a, it's a Kankakee podcast FB group. You'll find that on Facebook and just ask to join and, and uh, I will uh, approve your Your request So um, We release a new episode Every single Monday On all Podcast platforms And of course At Kankakeepodcast.com I'm Jake Lamore, And our theme song Of course Is by Lupe Carroll Thank you once again Ryan. Thank you Jake
0: Thank you very much People tend to